Hello everyone and welcome to Whole the Podcast, a space where we heal ourselves with love and empathy. I'm Cassie, your host of this podcast. I am a social worker, a sister, daughter, friend, partner, dog mom, and hopefully a person you can lean on when you want to tune into a space where you can be heard and validated. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode in honor of February being Love Month and Valentine's Day being this past week. I wanted to tailor today's episode about love, loving ourselves that is, because I do think oftentimes we put ourselves on the back burner and I wanted to use today's episode to talk about how we can start to put ourselves first again and how putting ourselves first doesn't have to be selfish how putting ourselves first can help us to get to our best self and start to grow into becoming our best self so not only was this past week valentine's day but it was also the super bowl and it had me thinking about the amount of people that show up or the amount of people that tune in to watch the Super Bowl. Um, And especially with a big performer like Rihanna, I was interested in how many people were actually going to tune in for it. Um, And it ended up, I think, being around 115 or 118 people, million people. 100 18 million people. Can you believe that? Showing up, tuning in to watch Rihanna, to watch this football game. And while I wasn't necessarily surprised at the amount of people or the amount of traffic that it brought in, I started to think about how much of a difference this world could be if that many people gave the same amount of energy into the Super Bowl, into watching the Super Bowl, into cheering for Rihanna, if they gave that same energy into themselves and the difference that it could make if people showed up for themselves the same way that they showed up and continue to show up for their team. And so today's episode, I really wanted to talk about how we can start incorporating practices into our life to really show up for ourselves, to really nourish our bodies, nourish our mind, nourish our spirit in order to give that love for ourselves that we desperately need. And so I started thinking about why it's so hard to show up for ourselves and why it's so hard to love ourselves and to put ourselves first. And one of the reasons that came to mind was the world that we live in, Um, the world of technology now and everybody on their phones. It's so easy for us to be able to tap into someone's life and see what that person is portraying on their social media instantly. Right, You can go to Google and search somebody up. You can go to, I'm sure, Instagram, search somebody up. And it's easy to compare. It's easy to see what they're putting out, 
for the world to see and compare your life to what they have. And I think because it's so easy to compare, it's easy for us to look at our lives and think, oh, well, we're not doing enough or we're not showing up enough. We are not at this level that this individual is at. And so that makes us less worthy or it makes us unlovable in some way. And because it's so easy for us to get a glimpse of how somebody else's life is, it's so easy for us to compare what they're doing or what they're what they're portraying but that's exactly what it is it is just a portrayal right that's something that social media has is the ability to for you to post what you want to post and so usually what these social media accounts or these instagram or tiktok accounts will do is they'll post their best selves because why wouldn't you right Um, but what happens is that us as humans, us as people, is we think that what is being posted is a genuine depiction, is an everyday depiction of what, how that person is living. And then we compare it to our everyday lives and our second to second wake, waking moments and, because it's not lined up or it's it's different, we think, well, I'm not going to be able to love myself. I'm not going to be able to be happy because it's not the same. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay that it's not the same. It shouldn't be the same. Everybody should not be having this cookie-cutter life and that the challenges that you face are unique and are sent to you to push you to becoming and reaching your best self. So not only is it the ability to get an instant grasp or depiction of somebody's life that makes it difficult for us to love ourselves But I also think that it is sometimes the culture that we're raised in. So for Hawaii culture, local culture, it is taught to put others before yourself. It's the aloha spirit. You should be thinking about others and their feelings and how that has an impact on them. And while I do believe that and while I do have that as a value of my own, I do think that sometimes it can be pushed in a way. And while I do value that belief and while I do practice it, sometimes I do think that that belief can be used as a crutch, as a crutch for not really thinking about how the actions might be affecting you. And using that as a way to, in a sense, continue to not put yourself first. And so I think there has to be a middle ground. While yes, I do think it is understanding people's feelings and taking into account how your actions may affect another person. 
I also think it's just as important to think about how those same actions might affect yourself, how you continuing to put other people in front of you, ahead of you, can have an effect on your own well-being. Because if you think about it this way, and this is an analogy that I use all the time to clients, but if you think of yourself as a glass and you're a glass full of water, right? And you are giving as we're as we're taught, as we as we as humans want to give, right? If we're giving to our spouse, if we're giving to our children, if we're giving to work, if we're giving to friends, if we're constantly giving and giving and giving, and while I don't think that's bad, I don't think that it is not important or I'm not saying stop, you know, playing into those roles that you have as an individual. However, if all you're doing is giving and giving and giving a little water here and a little water there, but you're forgetting to fill your cup back up, then eventually you're pouring from an empty cup. You get to a point where you have nothing left to pour and you're just going to break. It's inevitable because there's nothing left to give. And so I think it's important just as much as you're giving to other people to pour back into ourselves. What is it that we can do? What is it that we need for ourselves so that we can show up for ourselves so that we have the energy to continue to pour to these other relationships if we forget and we put ourselves on the back burner then we get to a place where we're just exhausted we get to a place where we are ready to break and oftentimes we realize that too late we realize it we realize that we're at our breaking point when we're already broken. And it made me think how different it could be if we showed up for ourselves the same way that we show up for other people. So how can we fix this? I'm going to give you four ways that you can try today to incorporate into your life to start showing up for yourself the same way that you show up for others. The first is understanding that love is a choice. I was listening to a podcast today with Ed Milet and Jay Shetty um, talking about Jay Shetty's new book that came out. And Jay talks about this concept or this understanding that love is a choice. You have to constantly put work into it, right? And while his book is kind of tailored towards relationships, I definitely think that you can use this concept on yourself that love is a choice to love yourself is a choice to love yourself is constantly putting in that work every single day what is it that you need to do today to show yourself a little more love what is it that you need to do today that maybe you didn't do yesterday that maybe you haven't been doing in a while so that you can Be present in these other relationships. So I think that's number one is understanding that loving yourself is a choice and it does take work. Two, 
is thinking about the boundaries and maybe setting up boundaries for yourself so that you can be in a space where you are allowing yourself to grow, you're allowing yourself to be present for you. And boundaries is important because I think it takes us back to one of the reasons that it's hard for ourselves to show up and love ourselves because we're constantly putting others before us. And so learning what those boundaries are, learning that it's okay to say no to things and that it doesn't mean that we love that person less. It doesn't mean that we care for that person less. But sometimes saying no means that we can show up for ourselves more. And so honoring yourself and being able to, again, give yourself that space. So creating those boundaries so that you can feel safe enough to do that. Number three is a gratitude journal. I usually like to do this at the end of the day, right before I go to sleep as a good recap and reflection, but it can really be done at any time of the day. And for the gratitude journal, it's going to sound strange, but it's initially thinking and writing down things that you don't necessarily like or that you are not necessarily grateful for about yourself but bringing in gratitude to towards those certain areas. So a gratitude entry for me might be that I'm grateful for the rolls on my stomach because it reminds me that there's food in my body that's nourishing me, right? The rolls in my stomach might not be something that I love about myself right now. It might not be something that I'm even grateful for about myself right now, but I am grateful that it reminds me that I have food in my body that can nourish me, that can energize me, that can give me strength. I'm grateful that it's a reminder that I have the ability to buy food and I have the ability to give myself three meals a day, something that maybe not everybody has, right? So using this gratitude journal as a way to pinpoint things that maybe you're not in love with about yourself yet but as a reminder that these things and these attributes and characteristics that you have are unique in your to yourself they are things that nobody else has and that it's a strength truly and something that to remind yourself you are an individual. And the last one is going to be strange and difficult, I will say. Um, But it's saying a mantra to yourself in front of the mirror while you are completely naked. Again, it's very strange for me myself. It was challenging. It was challenging for the first few months. Um, Because when you're standing in front of the mirror and you are unclothed, you are very, very vulnerable. You see everything about yourself, not only physically, but it might also show your characteristics while you look in, in the mirror. It might show your emotions while you look in the mirror. 
Um, but you're completely vulnerable. But it's in that vulnerability that we have to remind ourselves that the vul- our vulnerability is our strength. And what to do while you're standing in front of the mirror is, you know, hugging yourself or looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I love you. Saying it to yourself a hundred times. Really looking yourself in the mirror, looking at every inch of yourself and saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And it's strange. It's difficult. But the more that we can say it to ourselves, the more that we can look ourselves in the mirror and say, I love you. I love everything about you. The more that we can show up for ourselves, then we can start to create relationships where we are more present as well. But that only happens when we put ourselves first. So those are the four that I have for you. Again, one, understanding love is a choice and thinking about what you need to do every single day to put in the work for it. Two, creating boundaries, realizing that boundaries are safe barriers so that you can become your best self. Three is a gratitude journal, really looking at the things that maybe you don't necessarily like about yourself, uh, but bringing gratitude and love into those certain areas. And then lastly is a mantra, the I love you mantra, and saying it a hundred times a day, repeating it. You know, I would say even if you could say it more, say it more. The more and more you say it, the more and more we can start to show up for ourselves and learn to love ourselves the way that we love others, the better our connections will be with other people, the better that we will feel because we're starting to truly put ourselves first. So the more that we can show up for ourselves, we understand that change happens from within. And when you start believing yourself and the words that you are saying about yourself, you will embody more confidence, walk a little taller, show up to meetings a little prouder, and exuberate the love that you've always been worthy of. So my reflection for you today is, what would it feel like when I fully love myself? Thank you for choosing to listen to Whole the Podcast. And if anything in my episodes resonates with you, please like, share, subscribe, and do all the things that help to bring my message to becoming our whole self out to our community.